Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. With all the mayhem that once was Minneapolis, it's been rather quiet in recent days, so let's see what's going on there now that the warmer weather has hit. Minnesota, of course, is the land of a thousand lakes. All those lakes make for lots of secluded beaches, and some of those are known for nude sunbathing. And while inside the Minneapolis city limits, nudity is actually legal and considered part of free speech. There's no such law in effect inside its city parks which for some reason are under a completely different set of rules. So the Parks Department police force has taken to enforcing the anti-nudity law inside the parks by flying drones in to snoop on the sunbathers. Parks board members reportedly now hurriedly changing the ordinance to give the police department something else to do besides swoop their drones down in on the naked people and try to get a free shot. <laughs> That's really creepy, Cliff. I told it, it is, yes. <laughs> And inside the city limits, it's okay? Yes, if you're not inside a park, if you're just in the city, it's considered free speech. There's already a law on the books in the city that says it's acceptable. Um, but inside the park, it's a different set of laws, which seems really odd to me. <laughs> well, Cliff, I just... Human nature yeah. being what it is, it's generally the folks that really shouldn't be running around, <laughs> you know. Well, who's them. who's to say? I mean, who's to judge? People with drones? <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, so the police are going to show up and give all the ugly fat people a ticket for being naked in a park? <laughs> well, I didn't say that, Cliff. You said that. I well, I mean, just, that's what you alluded to. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> let's just all keep our clothes on. This year's been bad enough the way it is. We don't need this. Stories like this, Cliff, make me want to yeah. turn in my man card. Uh-oh, what happened? Yes. There's a new survey out. 14% of all guys yeah. admit that they are romantic towards the voice of Amazon Alexa. <laughs> <sighs> what, what does it mean to be romantic towards a voice. I I don't know, Cliff. That's, what are you doing to the voice of Alexa? It's kind of strange, and <laughs> you can find these guys. I'm thinking yeah. on the dating website. Yeah. Creepy Harmony. That is creepy <laughs> as can be. Creepy Harmony. Creepy like Harmony. That. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Cliff, if you were in school right now, yeah. This would be the longest you've ever not attended school in your entire no, lifetime. I never thought about that. That probably beats the, uh, you know, those of us who were, were old enough to know about it, the blizzard of 78. Oh, it beats it by <laughs> far, by, by months. Well, this is kind of it's, intriguing, Cliff. What's that? There's another side of this pandemic going around. Oh, the, there is. And it's at Disney World. Okay. Right now, they're not going to allow you to eat and drink while walking around the park. You okay. have to be six feet away from anyone else and stationary. And that's when you can take your mask off and actually eat or drink anything. <laughs> you can't just walk around doing it willy-nilly. 
Okay. That's got to be the weirdest vacation trip of your life, Cliff. You're absolutely right. That is just insane. But that's what they're doing to try to keep everybody safe. Yeah. It also reminds me of a date. Well, one of your dates, yeah. Yes. (laughs) You stay six feet away and stationary at all times. That's kind (laughs) of sad, Cliff. (laughs) It sounds like Weed's date. Yes, it does. Weed so far this year, anytime you hear a story quoting someone who's involved with infection prevention and control, you you know what we're going to talk about. Another disease that's contributing to the plague that's become the year 2020. And to Denver we go for a quote by a Dr. Michelle Barron, who told reporters this week about a rare disease. And the quote is, two is always an outbreak. A third means clearly you've got something going on. And in this case, the disease is a World World War I sickness called trench fever. It's caused by bacteria named... Bartonella quintana, that's something related to what causes cat scratch fever and the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast, wants you to know that it lives in the digestive system of body lice and can enter the human body on the poop from the lice through a scratch or through the eyes or nose. Now, good hygiene will usually prevent it. And because soldiers in the First World War typically went for months without bathing, they were prone to getting it. By the way, doctors note that dried poop from the lice can remain infectious for up to 12 months. Cat scratch fever. Cat scratch fever. <laughs> you know the song I'm hearing in my head right now, Cliff. Thanks for doing that to me. I'll be hearing that all day long now. <laughs> my pleasure. Well, Cliff, scientists now say, as the year 2020 yeah. continues, that they found mm-hmm. COVID-19 in National Parkway sewage. <laughs> and they've also said cliff yeah they're beginning to question their careers in science because that's not what they were studying for all through college and all those chemistry courses <laughs> to go to national parks and play around in sewage yeah you would have to think cliff that you would never dream that when you were in college that one day your job will be hey mort go over <laughs> <Let's> there go. <laughs> Let's go down and collect some poop samples. Yes, get your dipper out. (laughs) I didn't even know they, you know, gave you a dipper as a scientist, but evidently they do, Cliff. And did you see the uh, text message we received? From Ralph? Yes. Uh, About the sign. Yeah. And that that sums up 2020 perfectly right there. (laughs) Dead end. Dead end. (laughs) Because, you know, Ralph's a truck driver. Yes, he is. He sees a lot of signs. He says he sees signs every day that tells him what's down the road. And this one is just dead end. <laughs> you see his other comment? Uh, which one was that? <laughs> Did you see my reply? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wanted to know what we thought about the dead end sign. <laughs> I said, what do you get after a colonoscopy? Dead end. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we even go? Why I know better than to go down this. Here's, here's Brothers or, Osborne. Or up this. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shh. <laughs> I really don't think that I'll have the nerve to do this, Cliff, but... Uh, What's that? I've been dangling the idea around in my head of possibly getting a <laughs> yeah. tattoo on my shoulder. Nothing big, nothing as large as yours, Cliff. Something nice and small. <laughs> but I have fear. Okay. I have a lot of fear. fear. I have a lot of fear. Okay. I'm not a big fan of needles. 
Yeah. My mom always insisted you never get a tattoo, and that factors into it, too. And I'm a little bit fearful, Cliff, of what I might hear while I'm at the tattoo shop. I think that's what they call that places <laughs> in the tattoo shops. Yeah. yeah. I'm what do you scared. think you might hear? Um, something like Eagle. I thought you said Beagle. Oh, my. <laughs> see, I don't want that. No, see, perhaps we need to have a discussion about this because pretty well it's drawn out before you, you know, say, that's what I want. <laughs> oh, they show you the picture. Yeah. They he's just traced don't... it out already. He brings out a picture, or she, um, and says, this is this is what I kind of have in mind for you, and then you can make some changes or whatnot, and they'll retrace it and whatnot, and then they transfer that to your body part where you're going to be tattooed, and then they actually, you know, fill it in with well, the real thing on your skin. Well, that brings up another fear, Cliff. Another fear? What if they're working and they finally tell you halfway through, you know, I ran out of red, so I've started <laughs> to use pink. No. You know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that won't happen either. How about this? Is what? there anything else you'd like to say? Because you've got plenty of room back here to do that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't want to hear that, Cliff. Is there a fear of that happening? Uh, no, not really, no. You think, think it'll be you're, okay? You're safe. And as far as, like, you know, the pain-wise goes, it's not really as bad as, you know, what you might think it's going to be. I hear men cry getting those things done. I, don't, I mean... Did you tear up a little? No, it didn't. I mean, it... Now, don't be was, manly just for no. me, Cliff. I'm not, and it didn't, I mean, it hurt a little bit, but it was certainly not. For much of it, it sounded, you know, with that feeling of you were riding yourself with a ballpoint pen? Yeah. That's what it felt like for most of it, like 90% of it. You're just tracing around with a ballpoint pen. But the other 10%, what did that feel like? Well, it was a little, a little stronger than that. <laughs> How would you describe that strongness, Cliff? I don't I'm Just, there was some kind of needle feeling, but it really wasn't, uh, wasn't that bad. I mean, it... I'd I'd say you should do it. You want someone to go along and hold your hand? Well, <laughs> stop that. Stop that. Here's Jimmy Allen. I'll talk to you later about it. Make me want okay. to. I didn't say I was going to. Oh, okay. Top of the morning to you, Phil McCracken. Wade, I've got a suggestion. I suggest you man up and quit being such a little girly man and go get yourself a tattoo. Mashed potato hands. See, there's no reason for the mashed potato hands at <laughs> the called, end. He called you mashed potato hands. <laughs> yeah, there's no need for that. <laughs> you know, you can give a suggestion, Cliff, about what you think someone should do or not do. Yeah. But the mashed potato hands is over a line there that needs to be drawn. <laughs> oh, you think so? Huh? I can't help it. I have <laughs> delicate hands. <laughs> The finest mashed potatoes known to mankind. <laughs> I believe that's how they were described. <laughs> Weed, the word metaphor means a figure of speech, something that is applied to an object or action that is not literally applicable. And in this case, it really wasn't literally applicable, as in, don't ever do this. <laughs> because... While this metaphor means to do something difficult in a brave and determined way, this unidentified man in Brentwood, New Hampshire, went one step too far. Police there called to a rural area Friday night by a man who reported a neighboring farm's cows had gotten loose and were on his property. And together with the farmer who had the loose cows and the neighbor who, well, had the visitors, 
The officers took to rounding them all up. They were almost done, except for one stubborn bull when some random dude jumped out of a car and decided he was going to help. Ignoring officer orders to stay back, police say the guy approached a bull at close range and then literally took the bull by the horns. <laughs> and that's something that'll get you gored just about any day of the week. <laughs> He'll recover, but the sad part of the story is after dude went bull expert after not sleeping at a Holiday Inn Express the night before, the bull got agitated, and when it looked like it was going to attack someone else, it had to be put down. Dumbass. <laughs> you ever tried to round up cows, Cliff? I have never tried to round up cows. I had a neighbor years ago that a cow yeah. got loose and was over by in my neighborhood. And I helped walk this thing about a quarter of a mile back to their house. Yeah. Their eyes look really, really sweet when you look in yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Except when you're trying to get them to go to places they don't want to go. <laughs> Because I'm just like the guy in the story there. I don't know anything about cattle. (laughs) And it had me like cornered and I'm like, this is really stupid. This is going to get you hurt. (laughs) Their eyes were really, really sweet. They look sweet till you corner a cow. (laughs) Do you remember the orca from that movie, Cliff, that scared all of us so bad? Yeah, I do. Yes. Of course, I'm talking about... The boat they decided to go out and chase great white sharks with in the movie Jaws. This is 2020, and everything in the world is falling off. The wheels are falling off everywhere. (laughs) Crazy stuff is happening. And the folks that designed the Orca Cliff for that movie have decided, what better year to rebuild an exact replica and put it out on the ocean to study the great white shark? (laughs) So, So this is... An exact replica of a boat that was in the movie Jaws. A a movie where they, by the way, battled to the death with the great white shark. And the great white shark basically tore up the boat. (laughs) Until they blew the shark up. Yes, he did, Cliff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so you think this is a great opportunity in time for this to happen. No, no, I... I think we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> oh, I knew that was slipping out. <laughs> Cliff, the interesting things that we learn on this program from our wonderful uh, friends on Facebook and our friends that listen in every day continues yeah. again today. I know you've been busy with the news, but I just saw this a few minutes ago on Facebook. Okay. Our question today is name three interesting things about you. And there's all kinds of different things on there. We've got a lady that wants to be a mortician. Yeah, and that's cool. That is cool. And yeah. this just came in. The lady okay. on there, Cliff, said the only thing interesting about her was that she used to work at a bank. And I'm like, well, okay. But yeah. her repeat customer that she had to balance his checkbook and took care of his mortgage for him was John Mellencamp. <laughs> the John Mellencamp. The- because, you know, there are so many others you could get confused with. Well, there might be melon camps running around we don't know about, and one of them named John, but I, that's pretty impressive, isn't it, Cliff? You don't think about these famous people as actually having a mortgage. At least I don't. I think they just write a check and go on. But you Well, know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, 
I don't. Maybe it was years ago when he was just starting out or something. I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool and helping with his check, cool. helping with his checkbook because he was having trouble balancing it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cliff, the day's finally arrived that I believe I'm yeah. going to have to uh, find me another automobile. Oh, that uh, green. Uh, what kind of car is that again? La Saber. A Buick. Yes. Saber. And yes. what year model are we talking? It's here? a 2000 Buick La Saber. So it's. 20 years old. Only 20 years old. It's almost an yeah. antique, Cliff. Well, I wouldn't go that far. If I could hang on <laughs> five more years, yeah. I could get those antique licenses to run around I, with it. I'm, you'd have all the windows blocked, propped up with wooden blocks. Yes, I, w- yes I would. Yes, I would. Yes. And it's been yeah. a while since I've been on a car lot, and I saw one yet. Well, I didn't see it. They were talking about it. It wasn't there yeah. yet. It was on the way. Yeah. You ever heard of a 300ZX? Isn't that a it's, a... it's a descendant of one of the cars, you know, we always have that car, but when you're like 15, you have, you're like, when I get my driver's license, I'm going to get a 280Z. It was a Nissan or Datsun back then. And this is a descendant of that car, 300ZX. Uh, that's too much for me. I can't yeah, handle. Yeah. I, can't I was to say that. that's that's not a car you you can handle. I can't handle that. No. It's either that, or it's one of Dolly Parton's bras. Okay. No. no. <laughs> Something else you can't handle. No. Stop. <laughs> Mercy. I kind of missed the punishment today, Cliff, on this program. <laughs> You miss hearing Andy Williams? I well, I just missed hearing a really bad song that was oh, a really oh, popular any, song. Any punishments? What you're saying? Yes, and so I'm okay. I'm going to throw this out here. Okay, and we'll let uh, anybody that wants to text in at eight one two six eight two zero five two zero give us uh, their opinion of what they think of this, or you can leave a voice message on our phone line. It's up to you. Okay. I'm kind of thinking maybe tomorrow, Cliff, we, we go ahead with the uh, punishment song in there, and yeah. and it's loaded up and ready to go in case we have another loser. Yeah. But if we have a winner like Jordan Shanks was today from Fort Branch, not only do they get the prize and or prizes that are up for grabs, as a little bonus treat, if yeah. we have a winner... We play yeah. a Garth Brooks song right after they win. Whoa, 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 you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, 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 no. See, that Garth way Brooks? there's a little punishment no matter which way we See, go. But whenever we do that, the only person who gets punished is me. Well, there's a few others, a couple others that get punished. There's a couple of that. others who really don't care for Garth Brooks, but no one shares the hatred that I share um, over the guy with the hat. But let me just say this, by and large, every time that happens, and remember it happened last week, you snuck that in on me as punishment and I had no idea it was coming. There was like the text message thing just went berserk with people calling people calling in and texting in wanting to congratulate you on pulling one over on me. Did that not happen? That did happen, yes. Right. So someone clearly wants me to go to the grocery store and fart in all their cereal boxes. <laughs> well, don't do that. <laughs> Because they will throw you out of the grocery store for doing that, Cliff. Really, they will. That's right. But you people who want to hear Garth Brooks are going to buy the cereal (laughs) that I farted in. So are you out? Is that what you're saying, Cliff? I'm out on that. Yep. That's a no-go. We could make this question really, really hard. (laughs) Nope. 
So nobody could possibly table. get it. It's off the table. All right. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. In Europe. Don't don't be too excited, Glyph. <sighs> All right, go ahead. All right. In yeah. Europe, during the Middle Ages, which lasted yeah. about 2,000 years, yeah. every birth, wedding, taxes that were due, and deaths were publicly announced through written and spoken proclamations. In the case of weddings, the purpose of these proclamations is more than to merely inform you that there was a wedding going on. Okay. They were intended to prevent marriages of closely related people. <laughs> As is true at every age in history of mankind, extramarital affairs out of wedlock births meant that parentages and the bloodlines in Middle Ages was sometimes a oh, le- little less than clear. So people living in small communities, they didn't travel much. It got to be where it was uh, kind of confusing who was related to whom and who could be a half-brother or half-sister to someone. So to stop that cliff, yeah, each community had to police itself on who was related to whom. <laughs> and so at the weddings, they started the speak now or forever hold your peace in case you knew, hey, Mort over there is related to Betty. <laughs> their brother and sister. I doubt if anybody was named Mort in the Middle Ages, but yeah, whatever their names right, were. Yeah. Then now all of that, Cliff, you can take to the bank. Now, how was that for a take it to the bank for you? That that wasn't bad, yes. All right. I feel like I won a gold star this morning. Here's, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, all right. <laughs> read just a few minutes ago, Cliff, that New England oh. is being overrun by obese chipmunks. <laughs> obese chipmunks. Now, maybe the running part is a bit of a stretch because they kind of waddle around. They're so big. And for <laughs> once, something is happening in 2020 that we can't blame, that I know of, on the yeah. pandemic. It's about acorns. Okay. Last fall in New England, they had yeah. a bumper crop of acorns, more than they've had in many, many years. Okay. And that's led to a little festival for Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. (laughs) And they're running all over the place in New England. Well, maybe not running, but they're all over the place. They're they're waddling. They're waddling all over in New England. So the Alvin, Simon, and Theodore? Yes. Those are not real chipmunks, by the way. All I can say is, if you take (laughs) a trip to New England, Cliff, this year, Uh and you see a bunch of fat, obese chipmunks sitting around yeah if they start singing about christmas run take off because we don't want to hear that again do we or do no, we, we no we, we could don't. that be a we punishment song <laughs> have we stumbled upon one perhaps yes because no one really wants to hear that even during the holidays perfect here's luke combs <laughs> oh cliff yes if we only had the time the chipmunks would be chirping right now. But we don't. <laughs> Anything said today, Cliff? Phrases of the day all are kind of uh, clues to a puzzle. The answer to which will be revealed at the end. Number three. Let's all keep clothed. Number two. Stay six feet away and stationary at all times. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Their eyes look really sweet. Until you're trying to make them go somewhere they don't want to go. <laughs> What's the puzzle? <laughs> what it's like to go on a date with weed. Oh, okay. 
You know what the winning song is going to be tomorrow, don't you? Oh, yeah, I'm afraid so. Yeah, yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.